welcome to Gender Nebulous number seven with me, Miss Frida Wallace, and my lovely co-host, um, Victoria Hodges. How are you doing, Vicky? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. You had a good week? Um, it's been mad. A mad week. Mad. I've had a mad week too. Between Friday and now, it's been very eventful. Yes. Right. Um, well, we've got lots of topics to talk about tonight. I'm going to start the um, the live stream. So talk amongst yourselves for a minute. Right. So, I yeah. So I think last Friday we had a night out, didn't we? Where We did. I, I shouted at people down a megaphone. Yeah, that's going to be one of the things we talk about. Around the streets because the disturbance. There was a disturbance with a large, <laughs> a large megaphone. A breach of the peace. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What are we going to call this one? Gender Nebula 7? Yeah. Keep it simple. Sense, keep it simple. People are thick. You need, you need to keep things simple. <laughs> <laughs> gender nebulous mm. so, so yeah when you gave me that live link i'll just shove it up on the uh, twitter i'll try and make sure i get my spellings right today i'm interested now to get a live feed straight to youtube uh straight yeah, i to need YouTube. to sort all that out i'm not i know it can be done because kathleen stock's little talk ended up on uh... i'm going live now right Cool. So we're live. Brilliant. We're live. We are live. Don't say on... shit or piss. <laughs> we are live on the YouTube. Hello, YouTube. We are live. Right. So I'll, give you... I'll send you the link and then you can. Uh... We're just fannying about at the moment, aren't we? Yeah, we and always do this. Doing technical thing, stuff. Well, we've got to do the housekeeping. Coffee first. streaming link. <laughs> send link to Frida. Here we go. Right, you talk. There you go. You, There's the link. You've got it. You'll have to talk now while I'm just. Uh... I have to talk and do computer stuff at the same time. Yeah, can you do three things at once? Oh, I can. <laughs> right, uh, we're live. We're live everywhere. So yeah, what's the first topic? Okay, so topic numero one. Well, I wanted to talk about last Friday's night out in Manchester. Oh yeah, we had a, we had a good time, didn't we? So this oh. was uh, your do you doing one of your um i don't think it was poetry was it was it poetry i call it performance I'm sure you would call poetry with a with a megaphone poetry but anyway i call it, was... I call it performance poetry performance poetry yeah. so this was in the pier hats in northern quarter in manchester and yeah. miss frida wallace was dressed in a nice big green dress long black hair <laughs> megaphone and she was basically walking around the streets of Manchester, tormenting people with her megaphone, not actually shouting at them in the streets, but she was kind of, you know, well, was trying to cause a disturbance. With, causing a public disturbance. Yes. Mm. We did lots of photo shoots, a bit of videoing. And then we went to the club. They were a bit late starting, but it was really good. You were first on and you did your. Uh, yeah, your I think thing. I think we confused a few people because the, the lady that runs it, Amy, she was yeah. like, oh, no, it's really nice. Down. She was like, nobody's coming downstairs. They're all set up in the bar and there's nobody downstairs. So I, she said, yeah. will you shout through the megaphone that the, the night is starting? And I said, like, what, what do you want me to say? So I just, I just uh, come downstairs. Art is happening. <laughs> yeah, everybody, I think everybody kind of spilt the beer at that point when you did that. Yeah, then the whole room went quiet for a moment. It went completely, it went deadly quiet. No one And then said some a people, word. There was a lovely couple that followed us down. Oh, yeah, there was the, a nice... The, the elderly couple. Well, they they, well, I guess they were kind of well, they, elderly. They're probably my age. A bit older than the demographic, I think. Yes. But um, yes. but they 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 missed it because it took them that long to get it took in. Them that long to get downstairs and a so queue on. a queue had formed by through that. the door and paid their money. 
<laughs> but anyway, we had a little chat with them afterwards. They were really, they were really nice, weren't they? And uh, wanted to see the video we just done. Yeah, I think I'm not sure where they were from. Were they? I'm not sure if they were from somewhere in the UK or somewhere. I but can't remember. Somewhere. They were really nice, giving you lots of compliments and talking to us. Um, so shout out to them, and also shout out to the guy with the beer. Oh yeah. <laughs> so when I was when I was doing my thing, when I was with the megaphone and shouting my poetry, this guy just looked like he'd wandered in from from the bar and was like, "What the fuck's going on?" <laughs> Looks a bit dazed. Didn't you? So he was like, he, he stood there, really kind of, oh shit, what have I let myself in for here? Yeah. With Frida walking around him with the megaphone. Mm. Anyway, it was good. It was, we had a good time. So yeah, well, I, I'm glad, but we didn't stick around too long. We've kind of well, we didn't know, but we've been we were waiting a couple of hours to get on, weren't we? We went to uh, we went to Manchester's premier premier heavy metal bar after that, didn't we? <laughs> oh god, the heavy metal bar! Yeah, I'd forgotten about that. I think I deleted that from my brain. <laughs> it was so loud in there, I couldn't even think. Well, I, I, it was so loud, and the DJ when we went in as the DJ. And I tried to have a bit of a joke with him because I went up to him and said, what time's the bingo? <laughs> and he, he just yes. wasn't having he it. Wasn't I was too happy with that comment. So I said, have you got any Iron Maiden? <laughs> but it was, played, it was, it was, yeah, it was a heavy metal bar. And, and was, he played, he played Run to the Hills for me. Yes. And that was lovely. But it was surprising how many sad, lonely men there were just kind of standing around. <laughs> well, that's just Manchester in general. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I was I was almost beginning to feel sorry for them at one point. Well, talking about sad, lonely men, I went on a date, didn't I, last night? Well, hang on, just before you go on to your date, who was that? Who was that man giant that was there? Oh, that's Tom. Tom uh, Joe's. My oh friend. my word! I don't think I've ever seen anybody as tall and butch as Tom. Yeah, he t- he's he's tall and wide. He's tall, <laughs> wide. He must be seven foot tall, built yeah. like a Viking. Oh my word. That's all well, Tom's. I've known Tom for about ten years. Yeah, it's one thing on. about having Tom sat at your table. You know, you can guarantee there's going to be no trouble that night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of reassuring. Yeah, he's a lovely guy. And uh, anyway, and you, on, you were about to talk about your your date. Um, yeah, I went on a date. It was kind of nice. You know, I got talking to a guy. And it's like, oh, he, he was talking to me about art and music. And I was like, oh, he's really interesting because he kind of knew what he was talking about. And I like, you know, he's talking about some of the artists that I like. So I met him in Bolton and it was all going all right. But I think he was sort of, I wasn't sure. Because like as trans women, I'm, you know, we're kind of aware of, are they meeting us because we're trans? Or, do you know what I mean? So he, he, he started asking me kind of questions about, medical stuff about my body and I was like oh this is weird why are you asking me have I you know have I gone have an operation would you ask a, a cis woman that you know if you're on a date no probably not no but, but I didn't I didn't shy away from it I just spoke about it but it put me off him because it made it made me feel like I was a bit of a sort of an old curiosity piece you know what I mean yeah. like, so did he did was he aware that you're trans before you went oh oh yeah of course so you're up front with him i wouldn't i wouldn't go on a, a date with a man if uh, without that information but the thing is he made it about that yeah which to me it's not i was going out for a drink you know i don't necessarily want to talk so about my, med- my medical history like a fetish oh. curiosity thing 
Yeah, I suppose. But I mean, it's okay to ask those kind of questions if you if you if you offer it. But I think when it comes out of nowhere, it's kind yeah. of like feels a bit. Oh. So will there be another date? Not with him. Not with him. <laughs> I don't no, I don't know. He, so seems... he failed to impress Miss Frida Wallace. I'm assuming. He just failed to turn me on in a in a very visceral <laughs> way. So, which yes. was a shame because I was quite horny. <laughs> <laughs> Too much information. There's never too much information on this podcast. That's true. And if there is, we need to provide more. So my week, um, it was quite a busy week. I started the week off with a 50th birthday party for my sister-in-law, which was really nice. It was was in Timperley in a nice posh Oh, Timperley's nice. Very posh. It was very posh. Very posh suburb of Manchester. Yes, and I spent most of the night with a couple of Scottish girls getting drunk. Well, they're the best kind of girls to get drunk with. Well, they were drinking. <laughs> they weren't drinking glasses of prosecco. They were drinking bottles of prosecco, <laughs> pints of prosecco. Yeah, so I, I helped them with that um, task they had in hand. Yeah, we had. It was great. Um, went to the Trans in the City event this week, Monday. That was amazing. Really enjoyed it. Lots of, you know, it was an all-day event. There was lots of different companies there. Big big well-known companies like uh, Amazon, BA Systems, all kinds of companies there. And they were doing workshops and talks throughout the day from about 10 till 3, which was really good. I heard you met Annie Wallace again. I did. Annie was there. We had a little chat. Yeah. Loads of kind of (laughs) A-listers. I think she's an A-lister. She's an A-lister to me anyway. So who who, who, who was the Oscar? He's mentioned Oscar. I did a podcast this afternoon, yeah, with Oscar. Hoyle, he was, right. he was there in the evening as well. He's a director from Blossom LGBT in Surrey. That was really fun this afternoon doing that. Yeah, I followed him on Twitter. Yeah, he's nice. So, um, actually, we should correct ourselves. He's non-binary, so they are nice. They are nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Trans in the City event, the evening event was amazing. There was... Um, Lots of speeches and videos. Bobby Pickard did an amazing job. So did uh, Emily Hamilton doing the presentations. It was it was really well done. So the categories of prizes, well, not prizes, awards. I'll just go through them quickly. We had Trans Inclusive Organization was won by Diva Magazine. Don't know if you read Diva. that. Oh, I love Diva Magazine. Diva, yes, they, they love us. Them. It's so good that Diva. Yeah, they were there, and um, Linda was there, the the producer of of Diva magazine. Mm. Um, I must admit, I've never actually purchased a Diva magazine. I've read their articles online, and you know they're really good. No, well, they have a printed magazine. I think it's about four pound fifty something. I'm mm. Really good. I get it. Um, Ally of the year went to Avril Clark. Hmm. Um, did Eva echo you know Eva yeah so the next next award was uh trans community champion now there was there was two winners for this I think it was hard to decide between the two so Katie Neves our friend Katie she won oh fantastic lovely Katie yeah and Eva echo was the other winner yeah it's lovely to see it's great to see people getting and they both recognized for for the stuff they do you know because Like Eva is great on Instagram, you know, she just does these really nice pieces, you know, positivity, yeah, she's very in- positive. information about trans issues. It's just really nice, simple, 
and it's effective and yeah. she's she, you know both great great i mean both of them katie and eva well deserved yeah um charity of the year went to transaid i think it's cymru wales that was that was really good um there was a special award for young trans community champ champion and that went to um emily you know little emily emily yeah emily the daughter of emma so it was it was great to see emily win something she was nominated last year and and just didn't quite win but this year i think they made a special effort just for emily and she won and it was yeah it was a it was an amazing thing to see it's just really nice got a standing ovation did a little speech Mm. i mean can you imagine at that age i think she's 13 doing a a thank you speech in front of like over 600 people could Mm. could you have done that at your at that age i didn't know my ass from my elbow yeah even when i was like 16 i was so shy and wrong at that age i I mean i'm pretty shy now to be honest the thing is with that like sometimes when i see young people that are really confident you know like even in the 20s i think oh my god you know it's so precious that because like i don't know if it's I don't think it's that like maybe it's a generational thing but I think when I think back to when I was 16 17 I was so you know mm. there, there wasn't this kind of culture of being out and the the references and social media and all that so I think you know that could, it's really positive this the, the openness that we can have now because there's a <laughs> negative people will say oh there's so many influences on making you know transgenderism and all this but all it does really is it puts things on the table and the, and the backlash you see against that comes from people that are fearful yeah well it, it was lovely it was lovely to see you know emily win yeah so happy big smile oh. great speech i wish i could have been there but yeah you well know. next year you'll be yeah, there definitely um trans corporate champion um leng montgomery will not Who's that? Lynn? Leng, L-E-N-G. All right. And there was a special CEO award, which went to Sue and Bob Allen and Janet and Bruce Kent. And they are from F-Flag in in Bristol, which I think is a charity for families and trans people and LGBT people, I think. But what was really interesting about that was Bruce's speech quite an elderly gentleman did an amazing powerful speech they basically had to fight fight the microphone off him to get off the stage (laughs) it was so good all this all the the whole thing was recorded and is on youtube so i'll put i'll put the i'll put the link in the um, yeah i need to catch up with that afterwards but it was great it was a really good event so next year frida I would definitely book the time off. Yeah. Time off, so you can go. That was really well worth it. So there was that. Um, we should also mention that this week is Trans Awareness Week. Yes, and very much aware of us. Of remembrance <laughs> on the twentieth. There's an there's an event going on in um, Sackville Gardens at the memorial. Mm. I think this will be the last time the memorial is going to be there. I think I read somewhere in the information that came out about the event that the the monument's going to be removed after the event is this where the tree was that that you know damaged the wooden monument yeah yeah because it was vandalized wasn't it it? burnt a couple of months ago Mm. it's uh 
Right. And we still don't know what who is responsible. We don't really that. know what happened, do we? I don't think we'll ever will. But mm-hmm. it, does, it did feel like a sort of targeted thing, though. Yeah. You know, it's a target. It's not that... the first time it's been burned. It has happened mm. before. Mm. So the whole thing is gutted inside. It's like it's just like a wooden tube now. Um, there's bits falling off it. Last time I saw it. Well, the thing is, it'll be rebuilt and it'll it be will. better and it'll be more it'll poignant. Be more it's like because you cannot steal it's concrete. Not, the thing with symbols and things like that, it's not the physical presence that is the idea that matters yeah, which and, you can't destroy yeah exactly so you know what whatever people try and do to vandalize these things the the it this the sentiment is always there and it makes it stronger in a way because yeah. you know it, it, the, any kind of vandalism like that it, it proves to us why we need to be visible and why we need these things you know yeah, so I'm going to go on Sunday. I don't know. Are you are you thinking of going? This Sunday I'm working. Oh, you working? Yeah, I'm doing. I'm I'm doing. I'm picking up some weekend shifts because it's nearly Christmas and I need to <laughs> make up some so money. I shall, I shall go and represent uh, Gender Nebulous. Yeah, do that. But if I could do, I think I there's quite be, a few people I know that are going. So I wish I could be there. But I mean, if I'm driving around near the area, yeah, I'll pop round in my pop ambulance. Over. If I get my dinner break in Manchester, I might be able to do that. <laughs> You'll have to give me the times. It's 5.15, Sackville Gardens. Yeah, well, like, sometimes, you know, I, I have been, when I've been working around Manchester City Centre and I have my dinner break, I will go and sit with Alan Turing in Sackville right. Gardens. Yeah. yeah. So Is I'm not sure it... exactly how it's going to work, whether whether there's something else afterwards or they go into a, one of the clubs or something. I don't know. But well, I like sitting with Alan Turing because he'll just listen to me and he don't talk back. <laughs> yeah. I say, don't eat the apple, Alan. Don't leave. <laughs> Put the apple down. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that would be good. So where are we up to with uh, you know uh, the uh, what is it? it the thing in. In Sackville Gardens, is it like um, an organised thing? Yeah, it's an organised event. I'm not sure who's organising it. I think it might be LGBT Foundation. Right. Okay. Right. So I think I think they've organised it. I don't know. Um, but the, I and I found the event on Facebook, and I noticed there was a few people going. So I'll be there. Well, I'll try and be there. Yeah, try and get there. In... Be nice to see you there. Send me a message when I you're will. there and I'll see where I am. Yeah, so other stuff that's in the news. I think it's time to discuss some of the uh, the news items this week. Do you have anything you want to bring up specifically? Uh, well, I was interested in this thing with, you know, Kathleen Stock. Kathleen did Stock, a, I'm not aware of this one, go on. Did a ch- she did a talk at Cambridge uh, University and it's like this idea of do we have the right to offend Right, you know, she's sort of defending that right to be offensive. So yeah, well, so it's yeah, the every... old free speech thing again. Yeah, so we all have that. You know, we all have the right to offend. It's just well, you have way... the right to think what you like, but if you start, yeah, being of course, of course. But the thing, the thing they want, the thing, there's a very specific thing, isn't there, that she wants to say? Yeah, and we know what that is. We do. And does it carry any value? Because if she, like, we know what it is, and it's this idea that 
if that to me, if if Kathleen Stark was honest and just said, "Look, I don't believe trans women are men," that's fine. We can move on. You believe that, but this idea that you know, you, once you've said that, that's over. There's yeah, nothing we, to I build mean, we on. Know, we know her position anyway. You know, I mean, it's not. I don't because what what they actually wanted to say is they're fighting against the idea of being being called out for it. So, so it's an. Well, invert- I mean, you you can't. In my opinion, you okay. You can hold whatever views you like as long as that's your view and fine, whatever. Mm-hmm. But if you start using that view to harm other people or to, you know, say hurtful things about them and you know basically abuse that person well, the, the way i that's see it really, where the problem comes in but i mean she can think what she likes i don't care what the, the thing is if you, you know, it, unless you're targeting somebody personally yeah. i don't care if you no. but the problem is if you're trying to influence government policy which is what the lgb well yeah they do that too foundation are trying to do then it, it's not about that anymore it's about that you know they have a movement and lobby group with an aim and an objective, and that's different than saying something offensive. Yeah, it's it's different than having an individual opinion, because if you because if you start to say, look, we we are going to get a group of people together that already also agree with that individual opinion, that's a conspiracy, and that <laughs> and that cabal of people who have this intention to diminish rights, to harm people, that's the problem. So they don't like it because if it was just Kathleen Stark and her individual opinion, whatever, it's not though, is it? It's because her it's opinion, really yeah. uh, some people, the idea of free speech is okay. Right. But the thing is free speech is not a level playing field. Some people have got bigger rocks to throw from higher platforms that land and create bigger waves. And somebody like us, you know, we who are we, you know, we we can have opinions on Twitter, but nobody's fucking listening. Well, you it's know. back it's back to what Graham Norton said, accountability, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. But you say if you're somebody like JK Rowling, or if you're somebody like Mayor Forstarter, if you're somebody like that who's got quite a large following, and the, their words, while we've all got free speech, their words carry more meaning because of it. So when people criticize them, it's not saying we're not saying you shouldn't have that opinion. What we are saying is we we need to monitor how much influence because people can be swayed politically. Voters can be swayed by lobby groups. And that's the thing we're criticizing. We're not criticizing the fact that Kathleen Stock can have an opinion. She can have whatever opinion she likes. But the problem is when that is weighted moralistically and through lobby groups, through very powerful right-wing, sometimes Christian right-wing funded lobby groups. You're talking about the Conservative Party, aren't you? Yeah, well, yeah. And and they, they are all for this because they recognise that, you know, that there's mileage to be made out of that division. So Yeah, I mean, you know, we 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 resist it, don't we? We 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 campaign against that's negativity with our it's, positivity. Well, well, like recently with Twitter, you know, the, the Elon Musk thing, and you saw this influx of people testing. Oh, yeah. Start, they start testing the idea of free speech on Twitter. Creating but, fake accounts with blue <clears throat> So you had, the, you had this kind of groundswell of people saying abhorrent things to test that, you know, people using the N-word. 
you know, there was a report that it was used like 12 times more than it would have been. Because, so there's been, a, there's been an increase in the usage. Yeah, there's been an increase in abuse because they they think they have, but it's like a sort of childish screaming, you know, like this is the thing I can't say, so I'm going to say it really loudly. I mean, no. that brings us on to the other thing we were going to talk about on this same kind of theme, and it was these Twitter Spaces, Robbie Travers. Yeah, so so I had been. So you've been you've been listening in on a couple of these and talking on a couple this week. Yeah. I've been I've been skulking in the background listening because I, I just don't want to talk on that. It's horrible. I have to say that those those spaces are probably some of the worst things I've ever heard people say about transgender people. Well, what what I noticed is I wouldn't name Tra- I wouldn't name Travers normally, but in this instance, well, he's in what he's, he's doing. So he's so negative. With with creating those spaces, is given platform to people that have got very extreme opinions about trans people so you know they talk about the i i i heard and i've recorded them comparing us to sexual predators you know real threats and and i was talking and i and i and i requested to speak and i spoke and i talked about my positive experience like being because 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 the only way they can see trans people is in a negative way they they think about the surgery as uh mutilation nothing positive to say at all right so so i was saying look i'm positive you know i don't want to i don't want to cause any controversy i'm just who i am and so the thing that came back from that was there was just this really nasty kind of you're taking over women's spaces you're taking over women's sports you're taking over you know women's prisons and i'm like these arguments the all they want to say really is that we we are not valid as people well they have to use these performative arguments all the time that that weight us it, that that are morally weighted to say that we are that we are a threat now once they have that in their mind that that trans women are a threat or trans people it's usually trans women though that they it's always they, trans women and they they see it as a fetish. They see it as like they can't. Another thing is they can never see us outside of the realm of sex. Yeah, there seems is, to be always is. this sexual dimension to our existence. So yeah. while while we are you know human beings and we have sex, <laughs> my reason for being trans is not sexual. You know, so but but they they find these instances of men. You know, we know there's like a spectrum of transvestitism, cross dressing, and all this, and there is a fetish element to that. But it's like they only see that, and that's the only thing they can see. So they use that against us, and 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 what that does really, it it demonstrates the shaming of people. I mean, what is wrong with having a fetish? Really, you know what I mean. As long as you're not hurting anyone. Yeah, I mean, I know, I know the kind of guy. Like, because I, I'm, in, I'm involved in the fetish scene. I go to fetish clubs, but I meet cis women that dress up in PVC and and wear all kinds of, you know, what would be considered fetish yeah. clothing. But they get a sort of pleasure out of that. There's nothing wrong with that, but because they're associating it with something like wrong, everything is about associating it associating it with wrongdoing yeah so if you ever suggest oh yeah i felt sexy in a nice well, dress I mean, they, they, <laughs> they were bringing in religious arguments into those discussions too they were bringing in all kinds of nonsense far-right stuff oh yeah but but those worlds intersect 
I know. And yeah. um and, and there was one guy okay. in that chat space that was saying, if I saw you in a toilet and I was with my yeah, daughter, friend. and he was like, I, I would beat you up basically. So that is that is absolutely it's like the pinnacle of hate. Yeah, exactly. Because because you know if you met that guy in real life, yeah, it would be dangerous. Yeah, because they are the danger. You've recorded, you've recorded all those sessions and you're going to use that in your project that you're doing. Yeah, but what I do with the what I do with the recordings, I don't use the people's. I, I so change, you're going to anonymize it. Yeah, exactly. Because I obviously. Oh, that's fine. I protect the people because because you know people say things candidly. They might not. Yeah, as long as you don't associate with an individual or use their voice, you can. But it's really fascinating what people say when they they think they're. Well, in a and group they were of... they were kind of egging each other on, and yeah, yeah. You know, as soon as you know they're referring to you as mr frida all the time you know oh yeah they, they deliberately dead name oh, and they, deli they, deli they deliberately misgendered and because, about because it. It, because what it is it's like they've got this freedom to do that in that space mm. and what robbie travers is doing is creating a space where they and they'll say to me well what is a woman and things like that i'm like well i don't fucking know what sweet answer why should i know that you know it's like why do trans people always have to know Oh, because we're minutia of the educate condition. everybody on this topic, you know. It's like... Yeah, but you mean, I mean, I, I can do, I can talk about that, but the point is that I shouldn't have to, no. and it's not my job. So, are you going to continue to go in these spaces and? Uh, well, I, I'll do it anonymously. I'm going to, I'll do it anonymously because I don't want to speak to them anymore. Because yeah. it's quite. I mean, after after a couple of sessions of that, a friend of mine, uh, Rebecca Jones. Uh, I don't know if you heard her. She she was in there and she was she's trans and she talked to them and they were just horrible to her. And I actually spoke to her after and asked her if she's all right. And she says, look, it's really it, we kind of it, 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 it you, you can it can affect you, so you gotta be careful. So you wake up the next morning and it's your first thought. Yeah, well, this is why you need to be careful because it's you know, it's it's nasty, negative stuff. And if you mm. if you're subjecting yourself to it you know on a regular basis it's going to start making you worry well this is the thing with twitter like some sometimes yeah sometimes i'll go in for twitter debates and i'll talk to people who are gender critical and i'm never abusive to them i'm never nasty i'll just say you know i'll explain to them why i think they're wrong but then the next morning i'll open my phone you know when you get up and you just look at your phone i've got like 15 16 notifications from people just like saying you're a man <laughs> i mean it's really it gives you an opportunity to block them i guess yeah but i try not to block. i mean what i what i was also doing during those sessions was i was going through every person on the list and blocking every single one of them mm. except the ones that i knew were trans and doing what i was doing just now listening yeah it's very disturbing it is it disturbing now. because the thing is like twitter is pretty good at you know, monitoring abuse, to be honest. Or it has I'll been. come in, I'll come in there if you need support. But I wouldn't and, uh, go in. But these little groups, they seem 
it's a bit mask off, isn't it? Because the, the people yes. that where you'll see people saying, look, we don't hate trans women. We, we just do. care. We just care about women's sports. And we oh, we don't hate trans women. We, wanna, we care about women in prison and we don't hate trans women. We care about single sex. No, you don't care about that, because if you did, that. if, they, were, be, if they cared about those issues, they would be working towards fixing those issues instead of spending time in stupid Twitter spaces, you know, talking about trans women exactly but the reason they need it's a very simple narrative isn't it it's to like say time at the demons <laughs> yeah but for, for some people i think some people are genuinely insecure maybe damaged maybe there's people there that have, have had incidents of sexual abuse maybe it's not for me to but they've, they've found a really simple way to say this is the problem and it's not we're not the problem it's systemic misogyny that's the problem. Yes. And I'll always say that because, uh, like in my job, I, I've worked with vulnerable women. I've worked with people that have been on the streets and suffered with drug and alcohol addiction, women, and they never, trans people are not on their list of problems. The problem is the system that, that you know, the abuse that they've received it's not coming from that direction. It's coming from that systemic misogynistic culture that we live in. And trans women also suffer those, yeah. those things, you know, like, like, um, I know what it's like to be in a club or in a pub and have some guy suddenly, you know, invade your space. They don't care if you're trans or not, no, you know what I mean? Yeah. This can happen, but this, this is the world we live in, you know? Anyway, so you will be concluding your project at some point, hopefully. Well, I'm putting it. I'm, it's a it's a sort of a long term project that because right. see where it goes. And, and a lot of the stuff I've recorded, I can't listen to it. Honestly, I can't listen to it until I'm in the right frame of mind, because yeah, well, I know when I listen to it back, it's going to make me angry. Yeah, but it's there, and it. Anyway, you know, keep up the good work. Well, I mean, I don't know. If it, I don't know what the outcome is really. You, you, yeah. Well, I mean, it's you know, if you continue your project, maybe you, know, you can do something <laughs> with me. the um. You okay? I just got a bit of a frog. <laughs> <laughs> we you can maybe do something with the library with it. I don't know, but yeah. Well, possibly. I think it's important to catalogue it. It's important to catalogue it and and say what it is. Uh, uh, yeah, I agree, but it needs to be done the right way. Yeah, but I'm just really conscious of. You know, I don't want to name and shame anybody. No, I mean you're not. You're not doing it for that. No, I'm not. I'm not. And it's not an attack on anybody. No. It's just. I'm, I'm just looking at what the land like that. The It's like a. What are the symptoms that um, of this? You yeah. know, what? What? It's why does it? Up. Why does this need to exist? Why are the people yeah. in little groups where the only motivation is to hate a minority of? like 1.7% of the population. Mm. You know, why and, does that and, exist? And Robbie Travers, you really need to do better because you're, you're. Yeah. Well, he is. Guys. I blocked him now. Yeah. Initially I did speak to him and I wanted to do a conversation with him. I wouldn't. And he, and he sort of agreed at first and I thought, well, this will be interesting. And I, and I have, I have tried to speak to gender critical people to try not not because I want to antagonize them, it's because I want to know why they think the way they do. And I was invited onto 
talk TV again, but I. Oh yeah. What well, did did you did you accept that? No, because I just don't think the way they. I mean, I, I did think about doing it because I think I thought it'd be interesting to. Who do would it. that have been with? Julia Hartley Brewer. But, you know, this is somebody that's platformed Kelly J. Keene, you know, it's somebody that, you know, she's, uh, her colours are definitely nailed to the mast on this, you know. It's not, not going to give you an easy passage in that show, do you? But it, I, I, I don't, it's not, that's not why I wouldn't do it. It's just because I don't want to be, uh, uh, the, the debate doesn't work like that. It's not like I'm on one side and they're on another. No, but the me, questions that she's going to have are all pre-chosen and she, she knows the triggers. Yeah, you gotta be careful. Well, I that's why I didn't do it because. Yeah. Um, but there there is people I would speak to. I mean, I don't want to speak to people that just agree with me. That's you gotta thing. you gotta be careful which ones you do and don't do. I'm interested. A lot of people will just refuse in in our community. Will just refuse to go on any of those kind of things. Yeah, well, that's the problem. You see, there's no trans voices because this they frighten us away with this stuff. But I'm not frightened of you know. If, I I could have that. I could have an argument with Julia Hartley Brewer or anyone about, but I don't want to have to defend my existence. <laughs> you know well, what you, I mean? That's what you would end up doing. Yeah, but I just if they can argue with me on some factual thing, then fine. Yeah, but anyway, moving on then. So, <laughs> EHRC gaslighting. Have you seen? Did you see that one? I've seen the D. De- the posts about so it yeah so it's awareness week um, trans awareness week and then the ehrc has come out with what looks like a positive kind of we're supporting transgender people and yet this is the same organization that was recently putting out guidance around how you can you know exclude trans people from public places you know etc cetera, etc cetera. so they they were being very negative yeah recently and there was a you know there's been investigations by steph's place yeah we, we know did a that podcast on it there, you know there's been all kinds of stuff going on there and yet suddenly they come out with this what looks like a positive statement so very hypocritical very gaslighty you know it's like well what are they trying who are they trying to feel well the thing is we know that that organization now has been corrupted yeah, I mean it's and, it, and that we we know that the the, the people in is just called Faulkner. Yeah, Baroness. There mm-hmm. always there's always a fucking Baroness, isn't there? Another one of those Baroness. Countess. <laughs> Countess Baroness, whatever. Lady Lady Transphobia from Cambridge. You know what I mean? It's like who are these people? Well, who appointed them? I mean, yeah, but they're, they're all they're always these. I believe it was of... it was one of our most recent ex prime ministers that appointed them. So we all know who that was so you know this is a corrupt organization and it's been exposed as such by vice magazine yeah vice magazine was it ben hunt yeah who did all that and in the background you know but they had this whole the, to- the tory party had this whole thing about you know redoing the human rights act and yeah, all this so thing, they don't they don't like human rights it's like you know the old immigration immigration plan well it's all linked and it's all related to brexit and all that nonsense yeah because because they're trying to they're trying to pacify or placate people that you know 
hey, this idea of an invasion of immigrants and all that. So when when they talk about human rights, they you'll see it in the press. They'll talk about lefty lawyers. Lefty lawyers. So I just think as a lefty lawyer, they just woke know the law. The law up. is the law. It's not left or right. So you know if this, you know what, you know with that Rwanda plan and all that. Oh God, yeah. The it's reason... the same people all the time, though, isn't it? It's the same. It's the same kind of conservative. It's the same group. Well, they're just performing these kind of actions that, that 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 see that they want to appeal to a certain kind of voter. It's like it's like government run by the Daily Mail. Yeah. Like, I mean, you should have seen some of the comments that were written against what EHRC had done with this statement they put out. Hmm. Like pretty much every well-known trans person that I know had, had put in some you know statement like what what the hell are you talking about you know so everybody knows what they're up to mm. it was disturbing to see that you know it, it's it's a proper case of gaslighting i mean that that organization needs to be i don't it know just, what to do with is, it i mean when labor gets in be, hopefully they will fix the problem right for 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 the longest time trans people have just got on with being trans you know it's yeah. just got, there's been problems with healthcare. It's all the over the past few recent years all this is but, we, but because we've become weaponized as a media story and the, the media and uh, we've become like this thing of wokeness that's why they're going for that because they can it's sort of just you know like people like kimmy is she called kimmy badenoch yeah she she will say stuff like you know trans women are men blatantly because she knows who it appeals to. Well, they're appealing to their base, aren't they? And they're appealing to a kind of, you know, they call they're it... appealing to their base. They want their base to hear what they think they, but their base wants to hear. Well, they call and it they're, common they're hoping sense. hoping that converts to votes to keep them in power for whatever else other evil things they want to do. But, yeah. but isn't, isn't the point of politics to better the world I thought maybe, maybe I'm just well, being naive, you know what I mean? What have the Conservatives done to better anything? Bugger off. I can't think of anything. They've been here for 12 years, and what, what good thing have they done so far? But I think this might come back to Brexit, like you said, because well, it does. since, since you know, it then, Brexit, the whole thing... The, has roots into the reasons why Brexit even happened. You know? Well, there's this whole idea of British values, and, mm. you know, Brit you know, it's like, what what is this? crap you know what i mean it's like nobody agrees but it's never it's not really british it's not the uk it's england i have to say it's england that's doing yeah that. it's england well they don't well you know i'd, I'd much yeah. rather live in scotland i would let's, and, move. Uh, Come on, let's move when when you consider you only have to look right when i was i was reading recently you know jeremy corbyn and all the the hate there was never so much hate directed at a politician ever than jeremy corbyn right and i'm not saying jeremy corbyn was the answer to anything and he, and he made he made some oversights about anti-semitism we know that yeah. but the thing is i've never seen people come for somebody so vehemently yeah as, and as attack somebody's character yeah. in such a way the daily mail ran so many stories about why he was evil well, they, they view him as evil and dangerous for some reason. Yeah, Jeremy's, more... Jeremy's just a nice guy. So when you look at the history of the Daily Mail, they actually praised Hitler more. Mm. You know, if you look at the history of it, they were in favour of Hitler Well, Jeremy, Jeremy has come out with a really good 
positive statement for Trans Awareness Week. I shall read it to you. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. But the, the resilience of trans people in the face of endless marginalization is an inspiration to us all. This Trans Awareness Week, let's empower trans communities in their struggle for justice and celebrate their strength and joy. There is no debate. Trans rights are human rights. So thank you, Jeremy. Yeah, and I, and I don't even look at want to look at the comments on that. <laughs> well, there you know. are lots of there's thirty two thousand likes for beginners, um, five thousand retweets, <laughs> five hundred eight. I will have a look at that. Actually. Yeah, have a look at it. There's some really good ones. Actually, you've replied to it. You, you you've said because we are more special than Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you see, I find it hard to like even India, with that. India will be. India will be. Uh, thank you, Jeremy, for your ongoing support. The the list of thank yous just goes on and on and on. I mean, it's yeah. It's you will find that that even even though we talk about a lot of negative stuff, you know, there is a lot of negative stuff about trans, but. I think if you if you look in the right places, most people, most act, you know, people that comment are very supportive of us because it's not that it's not that they think we're special. Or we think we're just because of you're trans. You're, special. We are special. Well, well, I'm special. I'm special. Too. Let's, let's face it. <laughs> but <laughs> it's because people recognize that we are we are like, you know, uh, harmed by negative comments it's like i was well, who isn't who isn't harmed you know, by you know, continuous negativity you know you know janie godley yeah well i spoke to janie godley because she does a little twitter space and it's like because it was like it was like medicine to me because i've been in these negative twitter spaces yeah you need the antidote it was amazing to be in in that space where she was like yeah this one and everybody's agreeing and mm -hmm. you know saying you know good on you and I mean, I went, I went into one that Margaret Atwood was in after that one we were in the other night. Wow. wow. Yeah, she was there talking about, you know, her books and things. People really misinterpret so positive, stuff. So positive. But it's it, like it it's, the it, antidote to the, uh, mm, the Travers think, nonsense. I think because we are involved in the politics side of it, it really is hard not to feel negative all the time. So... When it's like I said before, once one celebrity says something positive, we kind yeah, of we're, jump all, on we're it. all over them. Thank we're you. all over it because we're like, oh, fantastic. Somebody likes Some, us. Yeah. Somebody likes us. Oh my God. Yeah. But it, but it is like that. It's really refreshing when somebody sticks their head above the parapet and says, oh, hang on a minute. You know, this trans thing, it, you know, it's nothing to worry about, really. Well, if you want to see positivity, you need to go to the Trans in the City event. Over yeah. 600 people in that, in that evening event. All. Yeah trans non-binary i think some i think some of the negativity towards us is based on the fact that we are a community in a way we're not, we're not just because we're trans we don't necessarily have or everything not, come yeah we're not a one we mind, have a support are we? we are a supportive community we're not a high so, so the gcs the turfs they've got to create their little hate community to counter because that's kind of jealousy in a way, I don't know if that's right, but it just feels like that sometimes. It yeah. feels like they they want to have their little, they want to feel a part of something, but we are just part of something by default. You know, we we seek out people. Uh, we are we, we are who we are, and we 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 try to defend ourselves. I am what I am. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Karaoke night now. But you know what I mean. It's like it feels like you know. We are part. That's why we're part of the LGBTQI thing, because we 
people recognize the same kind of oppression. Yeah. It's not it's like this idea of taking the T out of the LGBT. It's because you know, they, 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 there's something very purist about that, and there's something really um, puritanical about the idea of defining sex and gender, which is what I think Kathleen Stock and Helen Joyce do. They they try and um, it feels to me like they have some kind of dogmatic idea of what they think sex is. So they don't want anybody to deviate from that because they're the deviants. Because they're, the, they're <laughs> the professors on sex. <laughs> yes. The sex, we should refer to them as the sex professors, shouldn't we? Well, the thing is, I play into that. You know, I am a deviant and I am a fetishist and I love all that. Well, there's nothing wrong there's with nothing that. There's nothing wrong. You know, as long as I'm not hurting anybody. Well, I might spank some guy now and again. But, S&M. But he loves it, pain. you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, talking uh, talking of pain and S and M. Um, no, that's that's a bad connection. Um, GRA Scotland. <laughs> Shall we go down that rabbit hole? No, GRA okay. Scotland <laughs> has now got to stage two. Okay. Oh, I missed so, this one. I missed this. Did you? Okay. I'm not sure if it's gone through completely stage two, but one of the changes, the amendments that was made, was. For people those age 16 to 17 will need to live in their acquired gender for a minimum of six months rather than three months for anybody over the age right. of 17. Um, and we, I think also a new offence being introduced of making a fraudulent application for a gender recognition certificate um, will become, yeah, an offence, a criminal offence. Well, that's to stop I mean, trolls. Yeah, that's to stop the kind of people that were trying to. I mean, that's not going to affect anybody who's genuine anyway. So that's okay. exactly, yeah. Because there was a case of somebody applying for one, wasn't there, to try and make a point? Well, yeah, there might people might try and do that. I can imagine the the gender mm. crits doing that to make points. Mm. Or, but the the <clears throat> seventeen year olds being required to wait six months instead of three. What do you think about that? How old? 16 and 17. I don't know, really. See, so in England, you have to be 18 to use the GRA. In Scotland, I think this amendment, they're reducing it to 16. Mm, but it looks it? like they're trying to put in some controls around 16 to 17-year-olds to make them wait even, six months so that they're, you know, I guess. But even in all cases, you still need somebody to advocate, you know, like a doctor or a parent or whatever yeah i mean in the in the big picture of things an extra three months for a piece of paper is not that i guess it's not that serious mm. if, it, if it was a delay medical treatment that would be serious but at the end of the day it's just a piece of paper and we have to wait you know well that's it anyway. the, the problem with the the thing that worries some people is they think that just because you can apply for something it means it makes you something it's like <laughs> It's not really that. It's uh, it's like suddenly, like oh yes, uh, somebody could, could somebody could suddenly become a woman. You don't you don't become a woman <laughs> because of a piece of paper. You know what I mean? It's like I don't become a driver because I've got a provisional driving license. <laughs> it's, you know what I mean? It's just it's just a document. Yeah, it doesn't I mean, mean anything within itself. It's just but but the thing is, if you are trans, it's, it's, it's behind. It's what's behind the piece of paper. You know, it's a legal thing, isn't it? So, like, what's behind the driving license? Well, 
months of testing and learning how to drive you know so it's like yeah, fine, yeah. Fine. so like weren't learning how to walk in heels how to do lipstick how to do your a gender recognition driving it should be a gender recognition school yeah. <laughs> how to apply your makeup <laughs> i've got to learn how to walk like a woman that's it if you can walk down the street and pass as a lady. <laughs> well, you, you're pretty good with a megaphone. I'll give you that. <laughs> but, you know, I know we make fun out of this, but there is a serious point. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah. that people who are on a gender pathway medically, you know, I mean, I know people change, you know, people detransition and retransition and all that, but the actual legality of it, you know, it's, it's just a piece of paper, you know, is that. I, I I can understand like the, some people saying you know you know when it you know that argument about prisons, mm. but pe- the problem with that argument is people assume that when you go to prison you you maintain the rights you would have as a civilian. You're not you, when you go to prison you lose all your rights. I wasn't <laughs> You're planning not, on going to prison, Frida. But but the thing is that that's one of the arguments against it. But they don't understand that it's like. Do you think that people that have been sent down for serious crimes where you're going to serve time are going to be listened to in the sense of you've got a gender recognition certificate? Well, I think the, I think the first right thing they'll do they'll rip it up. Yeah, your rights are suspended as you enter the prison system. Exactly, you go through a risk assessment. You become when you become when you go into a prison, you become a nobody. Yeah, and you go through risk assessment so they can place you in. Exactly. So, so the argument doesn't even fucking make sense. No. Like, I mean, I'm not suggesting that we're not going to prison. I wouldn't suggest you would go to prison. But if you go to prison, I'll visit. I mean, I, I, I mean, I I will visit you. I'll bring you a cake with a gun inside it. What about this bank robbery we're planning? What bank robbery? <laughs> You're about robbery. We're like Thal- way, we Thalma and Louise. <laughs> Vicky and Frida. Have you had any more thoughts around your um, positive action thingy? What positive? Have I missed something here? You know, for demonstrate, you know, protesting, positive action. I'm always protesting. You know, you were talking about getting a tank. Oh, well, yeah. I knew I met the thing is I met a guy. Well, I got talking to a guy on a dating site and he had a massive Hummer. You know, one of those Humvee things. What are you gonna say then? And he (laughs) and he and he said he would pick me up. I said, God, I I, you know what we need to do? We need to get a water cannon on top of this thing. I can we Yeah, you were gonna go down to Tufton Street and spray the building again, weren't you? (laughs) With your water cannon paint. And yeah. I gave you the idea of maybe you should use some rainbow paint. I'm not sure how that would work exactly, but. I mean, it, can you get yeah, more? You had any more ideas? That was my question. Other well, things that you could do. Well, I have got more protest ideas, but it's just, I haven't, I don't know where to do them because, you know, I've, I've, I've got the idea with the uh, megaphone. I like causing a disturbance. Disturbances, yeah. Disturbances. That's kind of harmless. Doesn't affect yeah. anybody apart from their ears. Yeah, I want to keep it quiet, though, at the moment, because I don't want people... You want to keep a megaphone quiet? No, no, I want to keep what I'm going to do quiet. Cause, oh, uh, yes, okay. I don't want any... See, somebody could somebody could listen to this, and then if I say what I'm going to do... They could come and <laughs> gonna... yeah, intercept you. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, it, some things are going to happen in 2023. 
something's going to happen in 2023. Yeah. What do you mean with you? Some some protests, yeah. All right, okay. Stay tuned, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to turn up on the back of a back of a Hummer with a super soaker full of rainbow paint. <laughs> That's possible. I think we should probably do some testing first. Huh? But you see how would the rainbow paint thing were because you you know you know you can get tubes of toothpaste where you get the three stripes. Yeah. So um, yeah. So you are so a could, rainbow. Could, could you do? Could you do? That? You could. You could have a spray gun that sprays all the colours at the same time, and it would just kind of merge and splatter, a bit like my background. Well, you see, one. Of, well, I will give away one of my ideas. You know, you can buy smoke bombs. Yeah. So if you got a, a red smoke bomb, a yellow smoke bomb, a blue one, and, and right through the spectrum, if you could just deploy those, you in just one end up with smog, I think. <laughs> Yeah, but imagine the imagine the smoke. You know, it'd be like this massive cloud of pride. Cloud of smoke. Yeah, that would be that would be interesting. And I'd emerge from the fog <laughs> with your megaphone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Going, trans women are women. <laughs> oh, that's something I want. You know, did you see the protest, the counter protest to Kelly Keane's uh, New York thing? She wasn't allowed to speak. Yeah, she was huddled away in some room. Some policeman. Well, the police. Well, as far as I can work out, what the police did, they said, "Look, lady, listen, lady, it's too dangerous. Yeah, you're not coming on our turf and doing that turf. <laughs> Don't do this, baby." <laughs> they were like, because the counter protest was so strong. I love New Yorkers for that. And they were outnumbered, basically, by they about were. 10 to 1. Well, and, everybody, and, said, and they, know, everybody said, don't come to New York and try and do this shit. Well, exactly, because the, the street queens, they, they, yeah. they're... But did you see that? Did you see those two? There was, there, were, there was one with a woolly hat on with the boobs out. <laughs> going, trans women are beautiful. <laughs> we're going to have to put that on the end of the podcast. But, um, yeah, it was, it another was, song. It was absolutely beautiful to see. And um, I'd love to find, I want to know who those people are. You put that on your Twitter. Yeah, I I actually did share it. I've I've got the video if you want it. (laughs) I think, didn't I not send it to you? You might have done. I think. think Well, we'll put put it on the end of the recording for today. If If there's a, yeah, okay. We'll sort that out later. I'll send you the audio file. Right, yeah, I'll add that in. Is there anything else in the news? There is something else, yes. Um, British Airways, Virgin Atlantic, both coming out with very positive things. So British Airways has dropped rules around men wearing makeup and piercings. Well, that's good. Yeah. So that's good. So, you know, it's allowing people to be be themselves at work, which is, is always good. Yeah. And Virgin Atlantic um, allowing their... Um, crew to use pronoun badges and wear uniforms to express their gender identity. Oh gosh, this will wind up the people at GB News, won't it? But it's interesting that you know, two major airlines have come out and done that recently. I'm not sure if that was in preparation for Cancer Awareness with, Week. Probably was. The, the thing with these stories is when they when they're in the papers. Oh yeah, when, there'll be an outrage. Oh. And then, and then you see it in Jeremy Vine, Jeremy Vine or whatever. It's like, oh, they make this. It's this fake idea that people are making other people agree to something. So if somebody wants to use a pronoun badge, they're not forced to do it. You know, no, it's no a choice. No one's forcing them to do it. No one's it's, forcing it's, it's anybody an option. to wear a different uniform. It's like it's, it's an option. Allowing, on... It's allowing the individuals who, you know, to yeah. express their 
gender identity just like they would when they're not at work. So it's just like well, bring, see, your, bring, your, bring yourself to work, which you know is better for people's mental health, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It's all good. It's all positive. Yeah, but it's like on my, for productivity. On my work bag, I've got a badge from the LGBT Foundation. It says she, her, and I just stick it on my bag. It's just a, it's just a little thing. It doesn't yeah. mean anything. It's just you know what I mean. It's just a bit of a yeah, exactly something like that. And if people ask, you know, people always refer to me as she or whatever anyway, but it's like, I just find it part of, uh, it's like sending a little sign out that you're not an arsehole. <laughs> That's all it is. You know what I mean? I was going to get this. If you could wear a badge. I was going to get permanently attached to my forehead. What do you think? But if you could wear a badge that says, look, I'm not a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> that's That's what mine says. Exactly. And when people see that, and if you're if you're the kind of person that looks at that and goes, oh, my God, this is awful. You're making me think things I don't want to think. <laughs> it's like, sod off. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. it, it's how what it's doing is sending a positive message to people that might feel unincluded. It's not, making, it's not making the majority of people feel excluded, is it? Did I show you my little man? What's that? I can't see it because of you. No, what's that? It, it, like the arms come off. They're like little mark. It's a little mark. <laughs> Is it Lego? <laughs> no, it's like a, it's like one of those corporate giveaway thingies, you know. So it's like a, it's a little man, and his his arms come off. They're all they're all marker pens, or highlighters. Oh, I see. Where'd you get that? It was at work at that wellness event that we did. And there's, like there's, this is a this I is like a, his Mohican. This is a border razor, and, and that thing it actually, if I can pull it down, it actually comes down. I can't move it. Oh, there you go. It disappears. So that I'm not sure what that's for. I think it's uh, brushing away dust off your keyboard or something. <laughs> well, this, like is a, this is a dry razor. It's like it's got a little mohawk. I like it. A little mohawk. Yeah. So there you go. Where's mine? Cor- corporate tack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I give we give away pens at work now and again, you know. I've got all it. kinds of goodies from um Trans in the City. I got a nice water bottle from RS component. You can't see oh. it, it's disappearing in my background. I need to come to these events. I can get loads of free stuff. Thank you, Emily Hamilton. Yeah, I've got loads stuff. of lanyards. There's all kinds of freebies. It's great. If you're a free, if you're a freebie collector like me and you like collecting corporate tack. It's such a big event. <laughs> there must every, be all there's, there's a whole industry of the whole industry merchandise of giving away merchandise. I, I call it corporate tax, but it is actually proper merchandise. I, I apologize for my flippantness. If if we get more popular, we should make some gender nebulous popular corporate. Should we have a table next year then? Should we have a should we have a table at the at the next year's event? Gender nebulous yeah. table. Yeah, we should have some key rings made or something. We could do a live podcast from the from the show, couldn't we? <laughs> Well, we'll see. I mean, I, 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 I think we're probably YouTube's most unpopular podcasters. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it can only get better. <laughs> well, we got got, We have fifteen viewers on YouTube. So today, fifteen. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Who are they? Who are you, people? <laughs> I think Roger's listening. Give me some names. My friend. He's. <laughs> I can't see. I, I've, I can see some chats coming through. I, we'll do, just do a shout out for some of these. I've seen one from Plankton 1975. 
That's Roger. That's yeah. Roger. Okay. <laughs> and there's another one from Sarah Warner, but I think the message has been retracted, so I'm not sure what Sarah was saying. Probably something abusive. <laughs> Probably something abusive. I'm not sure there's any more. Can you see any more than that? I know that's it, really. Comments, okay. But you said we're doing all right, though. You know, we've got people watching. We're getting plenty of views. Yeah. But um, yeah, is there there nothing else to do at this time of day? So is that why they're watching us? Well, we. I think. I think the thing is, Vicky, we're not very consistent, are we? Because we keep. (laughs) Well, that's you. That's you. Because you have to go to work. You know. Yeah, because I'm trying. This month, I've had to do a couple of weekends. So normally I'd like to do this on a Sunday, Sunday yeah, service. That's, that's our standard. Yeah. Last so week, next week it'll be Sunday. Friday. Next week it'll be Sunday. Yeah, hopefully. Unless you're working again. No, I'll be off. No, I'm not going to agree to do any more Sunday. <laughs> yeah, so we're back to our usual schedule, hopefully. So is there anything else in the news? Have we missed anything? Nothing else in the news. There probably was. I mean, that's not the whole news. That was just the things that kind of caught my attention. Um, is that Ukraine thing sorted out now? No. That's still oh, right. Damn, damn. <laughs> Do like Can we sort it the... out? Can we sort it out? No. So, yeah, I could be a newsreader. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I think we've talked enough nonsense, I wonder. We've talked enough nonsense. I think we've, I think we've done our hour. Have we? Yeah. <laughs> Well, time goes by. Like I did, I did like talking about you know something positive at the end usually. So I think the you know trans in the city thing was great. City was this week's big important positive thing. Yeah, and there's been a load of really nice posts around that. You know, about the people that won awards and things. I think that's really good. Congratulations to all the winners. Yeah, and we'll post all that on Twitter. We will. We will. I've got a state in me, huh? What's going on? So what are you doing? What are you doing <laughs> next week? Got any plans this week coming up? Uh well, I'm working until Friday now. So I'm working Saturday and Sunday and right through. You don't have any more dates scheduled? No more gigs yet. No. Date, no dates. Dates. Oh, dates as in like um... as in, you know, like going out with men or <laughs> no. people. No, I might do. I mean, I don't know. I don't bloody schedule for that people just message me and said you want to meet <laughs> so it's kind of like a spur of the moment thing did you see me post on twitter which one brian cox and brian cox and i thought i want two cox at once <laughs> no comment that's not an advert by the way i'm not i'm not i think it was I'm not putting that out there. <laughs> okay. Right, uh, anyway, on that note. <laughs> yes. On that note, say our goodbyes to our lovely. It's lovely to chat again. Um, again. Thank you very much for listening and watching. Um, please, if you enjoyed this nonsense, please subscribe <laughs> and like and tell all your friends and tell them to subscribe and like them too. And then, Freedom, you make sure all your friends do it as well. I will. I'll mither them to death. Yeah, mither everybody to death so much that they all just never watch us again. And then... Please like us. Please subscribe. <laughs> we don't do it for the likes and subscribes, do we? Yes, we do. Do we? Okay. Yeah, because I want to make some bloody money out of this. Never going to make money out of this. Let me tell you, you're never going to. I'm a YouTube money. advertising. No, I don't think it's going to happen. Not for a very, very long time. I don't work for free. <laughs> I work for biscuits.
So I will end the live um, first and then we'll finish the podcast. So shall we say goodbye to our YouTube listeners, watchers? Bye. Don't Don't forget to subscribe. (laughs) Are we still on? The live has been de-lived. It's now dead. Um, And we're still on the podcast, so. I'm going. I was just trying to send an avatar to. uh... Oh, it doesn't work. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah. So that was another another gender nebulous episode under I was, our trying to, I was trying to promote as we were going if you saw me sort of go off to this side i'm not I'm sure like, what you're doing you're doing all i'm kind posting of it to youtube uh, posting it to twitter and stuff so yeah right well let's let's sign ourselves out of um the wonderful world of podcasting say good night to our lovely listeners please subscribe to the podcast and as you know you can go and watch it on youtube if you want to. if you want if you want we understand if you don't uh, <laughs> that's not very good promotional <laughs> no but i do i do understand though. that's the thing i do understand if you don't want to listen to this person and that person chit chat away but no you need to push we, we are fantastic this is the best podcast yeah. ever you'll never and if you don't listen to this podcast. if you don't listen to this you're an idiot you yeah you won't find a better podcast <laughs> than this one there you go so just delete the rest and just listen to this one. Okay. Bye for now. So I'm going to sign us off there. Bye for now, lovely people.